Well, hello everyone. It's Pam. It's time to chat. It's time to Pammy's Chit Chat, so let's get to it. It's Monday, and here in the Palm Beaches, even in the midst of a pandemic season, winter season has arrived. There has been a definite uptick in traffic and people shopping. Uh, you know, I know it's good for businesses, but I dread it. I dread it every year. And so they, they have come back, and our governor um, seems to think that uh, herd immunity is the best for Florida. Uh, I don't know what to say about all that. Well, I do, actually, but I'll just leave it at that. Light bulbs are a big deal. We have those energy-saving light bulbs everywhere. But uh, in one of our lamps, it's a very kind of Art Deco-style floor lamp, we needed a new three-way bulb. They're not actually that easy to find, a simple little three-way bulb. But we found, we did find one at Target. <clears throat> but uh, we looked at Walmart. We popped into Walmart. We didn't really need anything um, except some floor cleaner, some mana uh, floor cleaner, and some bib lettuce, the only kind of lettuce, <laughs> not in our opinion, the one and only kind of lettuce. Um, and the funny thing about Walmart, the, the light bulbs at Walmart, they didn't have the three-way, but they had a lot of colored bulbs. They had red and green and pink. And the, and there was this big hole in the uh, on the shelf. And so I knelt down to see, and all the blue light bulbs were gone. I'm just saying, just saying. I thought that was kind of interesting. Oh, several things to talk about today. Um, I'm going to talk about cat talk. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, kindness again, a little bit. SpaceX, a little bit. Brad Pitt, and people have gone crazy in France about their kids. So just stick around. Stay with me. Let's talk about cats being able to talk. Now, a few years ago, there was a, this thing that someone Gary knew, actually, um, bought. This was probably in 2007, 6 or 7 in Ohio, and he put it around his dog's neck, and it was supposed to interpret what the dog was thinking. The whole thing was creepy. I mean, this guy and his dog, the whole thing was creepy. But one of the things that it flat, and it actually read it out on the collar that was on the dog, and he told Gary that one of the things the dog said, he passed it like a floor mirror kind of thing, a leaning mirror, and the dog, it flashed on the dog's collar, hello gorgeous. Now, you know, uh, I'm, a, I'm a skeptic kind of person. I really am. I'm the kind that I don't believe in tea leaves or I have my own little weirdisms for sure. Don't get me wrong. But I, I just, I think if you're a psychic and you're living in a little shack, I don't know. I'm just, so I'm a skeptic. So I don't know. I don't know if that. I don't know if you can interpret what dogs. I think it's pretty easy. I don't. I don't think you need a collar to tell you the dog needs to go out. 
The dog's sleepy. The dog wants to be fed. It wants a treat. It wants to be petted. It wants to be left alone. It wants to get on the bed. It wants to get off the bed. It's pretty simple, is it not, to interpret your dog if you're paying attention. But anyway, that brings me to cats. Brandon has always loved cats. <clears throat> and he, growing up, we, we had a cat. Her name was Sadie. And she was a great tabby. And she lived to be uh, 14 years old. And we got her uh, when he was in second grade. And he moved to New York City. And we still had the cat. But um, the, the cats are good because you can leave them. Uh, they will ration their food. Um, they take no prisoners. So if you if they want to love you, they will. They're affectionate. I love cats. Brandon, I have the ashes of Crookshanks. Um right here in, in our condo of, of Brandon's last cat, who was also kind of like my, definitely was like my cat. That cat was like no other. It, it's kind of like our, our cavalier. When you have that kind of pet, you feel like you can never get another one because they were so perfect. With the thing about cats talking, there's an app that you can get that um, will tell you a it's called, I believe, uh, Cats Meowing, something like that, app. <clears throat> and this app will interpret what your cat is telling you. Now, I'm telling you, cats have attitude. They absolutely, they are not going to love you unconditionally. They'll love you, and then they won't. They're moody. They're, uh, But cats really are sweet and loving, and I think they get a bad, a bad rap a lot of the times. So this app is going to tell you, what the meows mean. And it's kind of what I just said. I'm hungry, I'm in pain, so forth and so on. But I'm telling you, cats, it, it, it's like this book that Brandon gave me a long time ago, but it's a humorous book. And it's like when the cats go in and out of your feet, they are not loving you. They're trying to trip you and kill you. <laughs> but I think those kinds of things are kind of like the pet rock. It's like, really? But if you have a cat and you want to know, you want to interpret the uh, meowing that your cat does, get on it. Uh, did you know that Friday the 13th was World Kindness Day? Now, see, we are in such a place now. We have to have a certain day to be kind. Now, I harp on that a lot. Being kind to each other and, and finding ways to be to do a little good deed here and there. Having said that, I don't think you should be a pushover and let people be mean to you and just go, oh, okay, I'm going to take it. <laughs> definitely. I definitely don't think that. But anyway, it, it listed like 30 ways to be kind. Really? You have to have a list of how to be kind? I don't know. What's, what's happening? What is happening to our world? Well, SpaceX launched from not that far from us we have seen from melbourne you can melbourne beach uh, we were there for one of the launches from cape canaveral and you can see it pretty well um i forgot that it was happening uh, late yesterday afternoon and so i i mean and i sat outside i sat outside for hours on end listening to music because it was the perfect self-love night gary was watching football. I can't be in the room with them. I wanted the, the Dolphins defense to win. And the moment I walk in a room, whatever team we're rooting for, they start to lose. So 
uh, I gave him his space. I sat out and drank kava. But they're on their way to the, uh, it's on its way to the International Space, Space Station. So I think that's really very exciting. Now, two things that are really kind of not exciting. A woman in Texas has sued Brad Pitt. Now, this woman uh, had a, like a two-year situation where she was connecting, she thought, with the real Brad Pitt, and it wasn't the real Brad Pitt. And over a two-year period, this guy managed to get $40,000 from this woman. And she thought, that through was through there was a connection to Brad Pitt, one of his uh, I think charity funding uh, sites. So it it was a bit murky, but she was paying him this fake Brad Pitt for appearances and things that never happened over two years. I mean, at what point do you get the fact that you possibly are being <laughs> being ripped off? The moment we get any kind of scam uh, email or text, we're we're on it. It's like this isn't real. Uh-uh, no way. So over two years, so she sued the real Brad Pitt. This is the reason I'm talking about it. She blamed him for not watching over this site, having his people you know, keep tabs on it enough. Uh, the judge threw it out. Uh, that that went absolutely nowhere. So that just happened. Brad Pitt has had quite a bit of legal what have you, but I'm telling you, I love Paris. I love France. I, during all of this pandemic, I have been going in and out of uh, French lessons, and I I have I've learned you know quite a bit, but I have oh so much more to learn. But. People in, in France, I mean, they just don't mess around. You know, they, as I've talked about before, they, they sit at outdoor restaurants. And, you know, some of the women, I mean, they look so fantastic the way they dress. They smoke. They eat a lot of cheese. They drink wine. I'm all for that except for the smoking. But they, they, they're pretty... Uh, outspoken about about what uh, what they think and if you're if you're ever in Paris or, or especially in Paris and you're shopping don't touch the merchandise overly much they really really don't like that so um, don't mess around with them but but they they also uh, apparently I uh, have a weird way of parenting their children because I don't know if you've heard this story, but there's a school. It's not in Paris, uh, and they've had to post a sign because parents they're very concerned about safety with terrorism and terrorist acts in France, and so they've had to really clamp down on the free coming and going of of the school kids. Now, listen, if you've ever picked up kids at school. It's a, it's a flipping nightmare. Have you ever seen Mr. Mom where he's going in the wrong way? And stuff? I mean, it really is that way. Uh, when Brandon was in school, you know, you, there's, you flow in, you flow out. You have to know all the ropes. And now with Catherine, it's even worse. It's even worse. When uh, before all of this happened, 
for me to pick her up at her aftercare, after school care academy, uh, it was uh, Oceanside Academy in Jupiter. And you'd have to, I had to give them a, my fingerprint. And that's the only way I could get. Now, I'm all for that because I am very concerned about the safety of children. And uh, so I have no problem with that. But but there there's a process you have to go through. And now the school that, that Kate's in, I mean, she's not in it right now, but... Uh, I mean, it's like a, it, it's like the military. They're out there. They put signs up. Oops, you missed your kid. If you're late, you have to come in. And it's a womp womp. You get them, da da da. You tell them who. They have to check. It, it is like the military. They're very concerned with it, and I'm all for that. And same thing in in France. They are very concerned about the safety of the students. So if the people are late, and apparently quite a few of these parents don't have a clock. And they're late, and there's a fence. There's this. There's a barrier. I kid you not. This story says they've had to put up a sign that says, "Don't throw your children over the fence." They literally throw their children over the fence if they're late. It's like you can't do that. They they close the gate at 8:30, then they reopen it at 10, 10:30, something like that, and you can come and and bring your children when they reopen the gates. But these these uh, French people, they have cigarettes to smoke, wine to drink, cheese to eat, great clothes to wear, and they don't want to mess around with their kids. It's like, throw them over. I thought that was absolutely hilarious. Now, I'm telling you, these foreign countries, I, I started watching the, the last season of The Crown last night. I'm kind of rationing it out. I found it to be a, a, a kind of this season, a, a kind of a different slant on the royal family. It wasn't too flattering, to tell you the truth. Uh, they looked, uh, they looked quite harsh and uh, arrogant, uh, even more so than normal. But uh, it's it's beginning to focus on the Diana time period and the Margaret Thatcher time period. Now Gary and I have met Margaret Thatcher and we were at an event it was a social evening with her and she's a tiny woman I've talked about it before very tiny woman but oh scary you wouldn't want to mess with her and she was um she was this was uh post when she and Reagan worked together uh, she was uh very well dressed but very stern and in her mannerisms. So Gillian Anderson is playing Margaret Thatcher, and people are sort of saying they don't like the way she's playing it because that isn't true to the way that she really looked. Or you know, I, I found it to be very accurate. I thought she looked very much like the real Margaret Thatcher that we spent the evening with, and she was very curt. Now the way she is being presented. In the crown, you understand why. There, she has her reasons, definitely has her reasons. But one thing that came out as they began to focus on the Charles, Diana, Camilla uh, uh, time period is that apparently Prince Charles told Diana the night before their wedding he didn't love her. I mean, the level of cruelty of that is almost incomprehensible. I mean, call off the wedding. I mean, she'd probably still be alive. She would not be the iconic figure, but she would be alive. 
Harry, the wonderful Harry and, and William wouldn't exist, but I just, I found that to be on a level of cruelty that is just terribly crushing to the human spirit. So I will continue watching The Crown and, you know, kind of see where it goes and, and if I can stick with it. I don't know. Let me end on birthdays. <clears throat> Martha Plimpton, I've talked about her being in 200 Cigarettes. 200 Cigarettes is a movie that Gary and I always watch around the first of the year because it it's a New Year's Eve kind of movie. That Well, it is. And it's priceless. It's hilarious. So we always try to watch it, you know, maybe on New Year's Day when things are dull and boring and <clears throat> New Year's night, something like that. She just turned 50, Martha Plimpton, and she is absolutely, Gary and I still use the gesture that she uses in that film, 200 Cigarettes. She's throwing a party and she's hoping everybody will come and she's afraid people won't come. And uh, she's a huge Elvis Costello uh, you'll, I'm not going to tell you in case you see the movie, but she does this, this thing with her hands, like putting her fists together and then making a breaking sound, like you're breaking me. Gary and I still, we still use that. And we're kind of being broken right now because we're trying to get a window covering for our kitchen and it's turning into a nightmare. But Martha Plimpton is 50. I just uh, can't believe, I can't believe that. Whatever happened to... Missy Pyle, the actress Missy Pyle. She, it's her birthday. She's 48. Dean McDermott. Uh, Dean McDermott is married to Tori Spelling. Of course, Dean McDermott is 54. In um, one of the sites, uh, it's, a, it's a really, really funny, but uh, dark humor. Dark humor. So don't go there if you don't appreciate. And I mean dark humor. They're, they're merciless. Uh, it's called Delisted. Uh, they had a writer that would write about Tori and Dean in their heyday when th things were really cooking with them, and she called him the Deaner. And I, so whenever I see his name, I always think about that word. The great Burgess Meredith, the great actor Burgess Meredith, was born in 1907. He passed away in 1997, so it's his birthday as well. I hope you are going to have a good week and... I hope you will also visit our website, northpalmbeachlife.com, our YouTube channel by the same name. I appreciate you being here. Gary and I both do, because we both work on all of our stuff. So we do appreciate it. Let us hear from you if you want to. If you don't, that's okay, too. Thanks for being here. Stay with us. <laughs>